Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. music yeah nice that's just in the restroom he'll be right over cool Bathing suits yeah. hanging from the handles, right? What's that? We don't have any bathing suits hanging. No. Good morning. Good. What up? Just putting my Zoom shirt on. Oh. <laughs> nice. What up, dude? Not much. I just want to make sure you guys are good. I think we're good. Hey, good morning. Good to see you. Hey, Seth. Hey, Tori. Hi. The the issue we ran into yesterday was it didn't go live on this on the on the. <clears throat> The, the one that was planned like this yes the, i'm gonna fix that on today's ahead of time perfect perfect wow um, so y'all stream tomorrow. it to facebook like it's live exactly for oh them. yeah yeah it's live live. Um, live live and, and uh so it, that'll work for today or for tomorrow hunter today's i'm gonna go fix it right now oh, okay cool. I, I can't fix I didn't, it until, i couldn't see an announcement post i can't fix it until it actually goes live i have to switch <laughs> i see i see so. Is nope. there an announcement post somewhere? Yes, there is. In the announcement tab. Just pull that as the top announcement so that people can okay, find it. Okay. 
Yep. Right. I will do. Cool. cool. Boom. Thanks, brother. You're welcome. Appreciate Have you. Have fun, guys. Thanks. Thanks. See you, bud. Bye. All right. Um, let's see. So we'll we'll roll. Uh, say something real quick. So it'll pop. Hey, check one two. What's hey, up? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that sounds great. Sounds great. All right, perfect. Um, we'll roll into. So this will go live into the Facebook group. You guys are welcome to comment in there during or after. Um, I'm going to have that. I kind of have that on my monitor side by side. We'll also publish this on the, I mean, this is one, this is the only one I'm going to make it easy for you to access that podcast and YouTube. Um, so we'll publish that after the fact, I'll put that in the queue. Um, and so this will be like a podcast interview um, style. Okay. Um, cool. I think we're good to go. What's that? Can I mention that you're going to, uh, that you're going to record the next album today? Yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. All right. Um, we'll, we'll get it kicked off. Um, I, if you guys will go off camera to start and I'm going to do like three to five minute, like welcome everyone, all that stuff. And then boom, pop in and uh, mm -hmm. then we'll be off to the races. Okay. Cool. That's going to be fun. Yes, ma'am. Speak to view. Hey, pin my video. Let's see, pin. There we go. <clears throat> and you guys, in the warm up, you guys can be commenting stuff in the thread if you find it in the group and saying hey to everyone, and we'll uh, we'll get we'll get it kicked off. Cool. Yeah, we got it up. Boom. All right. Here we go. Hey everyone, what's happening? Welcome to day four of the Six Figure Author Challenge uh, and a bonus session. We got a, a, an awesome session coming up. This is gonna be great. Um, we're gonna be starting in just one minute. If you guys will comment in the thread and let me know that you can hear me and see me and also let me know uh, where you're tuning in from. We're gonna get kicked off. If you're watching on the replay, comment replay. Uh, click the like button or the heart button for everyone. This will help. Uh, we've been having these past couple of days a couple uh, live stream issues, so we want to make sure it's in the right place. If you guys see anyone that says, "Hey, where's the link to the live?" If you can just send them the link to this live or tag them, that would be super super helpful. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna be off to the races here. All right, look at that. We've got Tori in the chat. Woohoo! Let's go. Bonus day. Uh, Jared from Atlanta, Courtney in Denver. What's happening? We got Leslie in Katy, Texas. Awesome. We got Kimberly. Good to have you. Lisa, Ontario, Canada. Amazing. We got Nola in California. All right, we're building some. We're building some steam here. Share this uh, around the group if you can, uh, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Welcome to day four. This is a bonus day. Originally, we planned uh, for this to be a homework day, um, but I know you guys have been so awesome doing your homework every single day, <laughs> uh, and so we decided to uh, add a bonus session, uh, which I'll talk about who it is and what it is, and just a little bit. Uh, I think you guys got the uh, the download ahead of time, 
Um, but uh, if you've been on any of the sessions, um, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear your uh, your takeaways thus far in the in the chat in the comments here. I see Easy says no one can say that Chandler's shirts are not noticed. <laughs> That's great. Uh, we've got Patricia in the house from Montreal, Allison in Kentucky. Allison, oh man, so good to see you. Uh, Judy says finally found you. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, hopefully, uh, it's it's getting in all the right places. I got the team working hard behind the scenes um, to get this in the in the right places for you. So um, bonus day. Uh, do me a favor real quick um, before we get started. I want you to do a couple things right now. Number one, if you haven't already, put the next sessions in your calendar, okay? So we've got the next scheduled session tomorrow, and I don't want this to throw anyone for a loop because this is the only day that it's at a different time. So tomorrow it's at 2 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be talking about publicity uh, and how to uh, get publicity. This is with Sloan. Uh, I know I saw one person said uh, last week was like, this is amazing. I love you guys. Are we going to get any female speakers? <laughs> uh, and yes, we've got one today, one tomorrow, one Tuesday, and one Wednesday. Uh, so it's almost exclusively females from here on out, uh, except for, yeah, maybe a couple towards the end. Uh, but very, very excited for the session tomorrow with Sloan, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and then we're back to our reg regularly scheduled time. So put those in your calendar, Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Pacific. And spoiler alert, we may or may not have a couple bonus days. So we've got some exciting speakers that you may or may not have heard uh, that, uh, that uh, are, are going to be joining us on the back half of this week. Um, so very excited for that. Um, a couple final things before we uh, just dive in today. Um, if, if you haven't heard yet, um, prices go up on the challenge recordings as well as tickets for Author Advantage Live. So if you want to upgrade and get the all access pass, um, price on that goes up tomorrow. So go ahead and grab that. If you haven't already, you can get that at um, self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge recordings. Uh, go ahead and grab that. You guys know this. All the profits from this go to charity. Um, so if you, want to, uh, if you want to donate to a good cause, also come to Author Advantage Live uh, at the end of this challenge uh, and to get the recordings on all these sessions. Um, then check that out, self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge recordings. Uh, and then also, uh, if you haven't already, uh, invite a couple friends into this challenge. We're building momentum. We just, we just passed the 3,000 people in this group, which is awesome. I think this is in, in just about a week. It's, 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 it's crazy um, how many people have joined this group. So uh, next stop is 5,000 people in the group, uh, and I think we can hit it in the, in the next two or three days. So uh, self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge. You can send that link to authors that you know, aspiring authors that you know, um, business owners that you know, uh, and, uh, and get them in the challenge. It's going to be great. All right. I think everyone's getting here. We've got Melissa from San Antonio, Susan from Western New York, Sarita from Columbus, Ohio. Delin says, what if we already have tickets to AAL? You can, you can donate to a good cause and get the challenge recordings if you'd like to uh, at that same link. All right, so uh, Tori and Seth, if you want to turn on your video, and, and we'll go ahead and uh, dive in here. Hello. Hey. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change the view here, and we should go to gallery. Okay, now we're side by side. Let me unpin my video. All right, I think you guys should be seeing um, both of us. Let me know in the chat if you haven't already. Uh, if you can see us, I'm very excited for uh, today's session. 
uh, and bonus interview on the podcast or the YouTube channel if you're hearing this uh, there after the fact, but uh, this will very much be catered to the folks who are live here. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so we got two very special individuals who also just happen to be related to me. <laughs> uh, so we got Seth Bolt and Tori Bolt uh, coming in here. And uh, Seth is uh, the bass player and founding member of Need to Breathe. Maybe you've heard of them, Grammy-nominated uh, uh, artist. Uh, and Tori and Seth have created uh, Bolt Farm Treehouse. Maybe you've heard of that. Uh, number one uh, treehouse in all of South Carolina and has branched out to, to multiple locations since then. You've probably seen it on BuzzFeed, <clears throat> really all over the place. Uh, and, and Tori is just unbelievable. Uh, she has a background in, in uh, TV. So we're gonna, that, we're gonna tie that in here. That's gonna be really interesting. Uh, also, I mean, I'm just gonna shoot straight. Like she is the execution arm behind Bolt Farm Treehouse. Uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> There's no denying that. <laughs> She's unbelievably talented. Uh, and so if there are any other boss babes out there, uh, hey. I think you're gonna be really inspired by Tori. Uh, Seth and Tori just inspire the heck out of me. Uh, and I mean, it's just unbelievable how many things that they're doing both in, on the music side of things, on the business side of things, uh, and so many other things. And I see we've got lots of love. Uh, in the chat, somebody says, hang on, <laughs> little yeah. wordplay there. We've got amazing, somebody says amazing music, uh, a bunch more folks. Uh, someone says, I looked at your tree houses, they're now on my bucket list. I love that, nice. um, that's awesome. So hey, today we're gonna be talking about um, PR and publicity. Uh, and, and, and we're kind of, I'm trying to tie a bunch of things in here together so that this will be as valuable as possible for you guys. And so Seth and I wrote and published a book together um, that was a, a, a project for charity. Seth, obviously, I'm sure a lot of you guys are, I mean, I know we have a lot of Need to Breathe fans uh, and a lot of people who want to make something out of their music. So I want to tie in some of that. And I think there will be some meaningful takeaways for folks there. But then also Bolt Farm Treehouse has just exploded and grown really, really quickly. And so we're going to talk about that and how to use really the, the tie-in or the, or the through line is how do you use PR, publicity, press, stuff like that um, to, to get more eyeballs on your thing? <laughs> whether that's book, whether that's music, whether that's, uh, or whether that's um, your business, right? Like that's what we're talking about a lot in this challenge. And, and they've done that extremely well um, through the Bolt Farm Treehouses. So guys, really great to have you. Thank you. Great to be here, Hope brother. to be here. And so, and, and actually, you guys, we're, we're, this is very special. Seth moved around his calendar and is on his way immediately after this interview to go record the next, uh, next album. <laughs> so we were barely able to fit this in. Uh, this is going to be action-packed, a lot of fun. So I, I want to, I, I, I was kind of having trouble as, we, as I came into this. I'm like, man, there's so many ways we can take this. Um, where do we even start? But I, I want to start with and, and this might, hopefully this doesn't catch you off guard, but first record deal would need to breathe. And, and I think even the, 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 the ultimatum that you said that dad gave you, that dad says that he didn't give you. <laughs> of, of get, like, Which is so, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So like, how did that come about? How did you guys get your first record deal? Um, how long did that take? Uh, any meaningful takeaways for people who are kind of on that path? Because I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of takeaways or similarities between publishers and, and record labels. Like I say this all the time, it's almost the same industry, just slightly different. Yeah, it definitely is. And first, uh, which ultimatum, what are we talking about there? Uh, just that you had to get signed within X amount of time or, uh, or, or you needed to give it up because I'm sure people could relate to that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And shout out to, to mom and dad, Larry and Regina <laughs> Bolt, 
for being so supportive because, uh, uh, you know, obviously it, it takes time to get anything off the ground. I mean, that's really the hardest thing is just to get, get th that initial momentum that can then begin to, to grow and multiply. So, you know, having, having that support system was essential for me. I know that um, I've tried to be that for you, Chandler, as, oh, as, yeah. as you were getting off the ground and now I'm, um, hanging on to your coattails and <laughs> <laughs> learning everything I can from you, uh, you know, with the journey that you're on. Um, so it's really cool. And, and, and that's really important. Um, and then with, so the first, the first record that Need to Breathe made was in, uh, we got signed in like 2005. Um, and it, it did, you know, just for perspective, it took, it took um, years and years just, just to get, you know, that first contract. And then that was really just the beginning. Um, I think a lot of people assume that, you know, if, uh, you know, once you have something that is kind of like been validated by, you know, an, an industry sort of like leader or something that, that you've sort of like already made it, but really that's just, just the beginning and just the first step. And, um, and then from the time that we got signed, we made our first record in, in uh, England, which was insane for, you know, oh, uh, these right. kids, yeah. we're, we're country kids from, um, from South Carolina, Tennessee, area and um so just to be all the way across the ocean recording and everything you know we felt like we were like get ready guys we're about to sell millions of records and change the world <laughs> and it didn't happen that fast you know it, it it grew slowly and steadily but um something i heard a few years after that and into it was was that um typically the the the, the longer you build something and the slower it grows the stronger it is and the longer it lasts so mm. you know as we're talking about pr you know it's easy to kind of think like <clears throat> man you know this one of these first few videos i make is, is going to go viral or i'm going to do something that's just going to going to blow up um and hopefully it does but that just 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 think like long term and the long play and you're constantly mm. building so Chandler mentioned mm. that um uh I'm leaving today to go record. And if y'all, for those of you who are following along, Need to Breathe just released our seventh studio album um, on August 28th. Um, we had like several insane weeks of promo and press and, you know, um, podcasts and every, every different form of, uh, of PR that you could do, we did. And we also had, uh, you know, months of, of um, planning and preparation. We got, a, now we have like a great team who, you know, they're sending us stuff every day. Like, what do you think about this video and all this stuff? So um, it was it's cool to, to, to watch that roll out um, because it's that it's, it's far more than, you know, just any, than just the band could do. So shout out to our team and management foundations and um, the amazing support team that we have for that. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's a, it, and now, and now, I mean, it's, we're like two weeks removed from that and it's time right. to get to work again. It's time to write again. <laughs> We've already been writing. Yeah. We're ready yeah. to like start producing the next thing. Mm -hmm. And what did you say? Yeah. Like your rewards or your money follows like six months after yeah. your work, sometimes more in this case, you yeah. know, they recorded this, what, like Christmas. Um, yeah. Like yeah. it just. <laughs> yeah. For the music industry, you get paid about two years later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a check from a publisher. It's like you start writing and then you publish and then it's, three quarters after quarter that you sold the thing in, you get a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very similar. And 
I, I love that. And I say this, that's a writer downer for everyone here. The lo- yeah, the longer it takes, the longer it'll last uh, in a lot of cases and to build true momentum. And guys, this is tying in with exactly what how Elrod was talking about on Friday is, you know, we were talking about it takes 10 years to become an overnight success and kind of with the miracle morning, it's like a big flash. Okay. Million copies. Here we come. But then the crash after the launch, which, which is like, oh, okay, this wasn't an international bestseller immediately. It's not flying off the shelf. Now we've got to stack and build over a long period of time. And, and so kind of fast forward to, to, to where we are now. I think we've got a fun side story that, that we, can, we can bridge into at, right after that. And then we'll roll into Bull Farm Treehouse stuff. Most, most, you just said seventh uh, record released. I mean, you guys have been on, as far as PR and publicity goes, uh, Tori, you're in TV for years. You guys have, I mean, you guys have been on a bunch of TV shows. You guys have been on a bunch of magazines, covers of magazines, like all that stuff. Need to breeze played on every night show, like Conan, Leno, Letterman, morning show, today show, CBS morning, the morning show a few weeks ago. How is that? Is that a fundamental part of? I want to talk quote from Trias in a second, but from a seventh album perspective, like is that a huge part of that? Is 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 like? And how long? What does that take? How do you line up all those things? Is that someone at the record label that does that? Is that someone in management? Like, what does that look like? Lining up all that PR as part of a big album release like that? Yeah, um, it's definitely evolving. You know, from the from when we first did it, imagine you know it's like uh maybe like late 2000s so like things like this just did not exist so so the the morning shows and the late night shows were some of the only ways that you get into people's homes through a screen you know because that was it so obviously that's diminished as there have been new new outlets and new ways to do it so in terms of like the impact that that had on record sales it used to be much more you know that it'd be like oh so, you know, band goes on the late night show and then they sell like a hundred thousand copies of the record next day. And now, you know, it might be a thousand, but you know, who knows? But um, that's definitely changed to diminish. But the, um, your question was like, who sets that up? And yeah, because we were with a record label, which would be like, you know, a traditional publisher in the book world, like they were, they were um, setting those things up and, and all that. And um but at the same time, you know, there's different dynamics there, you know, that costs money. And um, the band used to like, you know, we would fly to New York and stay in a hotel and you know, like have to perform with no sleep and everything. So one thing that's cool about this most recent record cycle is like we were forced to do all this via Zoom, which is kind of nice because oh, you're like it. at home just rolling. <laughs> hey, what's up? You know, yeah. you can still connect and still communicate. So really I think people are only limited by, by their creativity. Like there are yeah. so many ways to, um, to, to get your message out there these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how many PR things did you guys have as part of this? I mean, just ballpark, like as part of oh, this man. record launch. Uh, a lot, dude, people, yeah. your people magazine, which I'm freaking uh-huh. out about still Southern Living, <laughs> CBS this morning. Like, yeah, dozens and yeah. dozens so many- and dozens. Like and artists. then there were a bunch of Facebook lives, I think, like Facebook live on the billboard yep. page or stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that they'll do is, you know, exclusives. That's, that's, that is um, something that is enticing to a people magazine or um, any of the big outlets, you know, they want to know that like they're getting something that nobody else is. And that's uh, the value yeah. that they're giving yep. the people who watch. Yep. So finding ways, I mean, with our album we had, and this can, this can apply to, to, to book sales too. Um, uh, the vinyl record you know we printed it on like 
four or five different types of vinyl, like a clear vinyl, um, brown, a blue, milky, black. like yeah. every, all these different oh, ones. Cool. And those served as like different exclusives uh, to different different outlets. Yeah, that's great. And gosh, so so many takeaways. And I think this this ties with what Sean was talking about yesterday, guys, with about um, Emma, eight year old Emma Sumner, getting on TV about her book and stuff like that, and how the the social proof build up. And this will tie with what we're talking about tomorrow too. The social proof build up, and then also the exclusive. <laughs> so it's oh, I'm going to be on this show. It's like okay, well we want to we we'll have you, but we want to be first, <laughs> and and kind of like the whole uh, utilizing that and the social proof as you build momentum. Uh, with giving yeses and then making it like you said i love love that piece which is making it a making it a win um for them uh and i think that's super super important so transitioning a little bit and then i think we'll we'll probably come back and talk book need to breathe bolt farm treehouse kind of all in one because there's a lot of overlap but i'd love to hear so pr this is this is funny pr and publicity is literally the reason that you guys are together. <laughs> you That's so funny. <laughs> so you, can, like that. you can promote your records. You can That's sell right. more books. Uh, <laughs> you can grow your business and you can maybe find, find, <laughs> find love. <laughs> so Tori, I'd love to hear that story. Oh, and then man. this is a segue into uh, Bolt Farm Treehouse stuff. Oh, geez. Yeah, the, the shortest <laughs> summary of that. I was working um, at a local news station in Houston and uh, I was a ten in the country. Top 10. Yeah, I was a producer, <laughs> but then my boss would like, he knew I was, I wanted to be a reporter. So they'd let me do like some the entertainment or community pieces if I'd pitch it and like do everything. And so I did. I, I pitched him on letting me interview Need to Breathe because they were coming into town. Funny thing is, it wasn't even because I was a Need to Breathe fan, no offense, I just didn't know how amazing it was yet. I was actually dating someone at the time who, who was. <laughs> I wanted to be a cool girlfriend and like, I like let him come with me to work to like be my assistant, but really just so he could meet the band. It's so dumb, <laughs> unprofessional. But no, I, so we had the interview and it went great. Um, nothing happened after like at that moment but um our past connected like six she months later and I'm a gentleman. there you go <laughs> yeah. we connected again down the road both single and and then boom it just clicked it was like oh i remember you from that interview and then next thing i know i'm jumping on a plane to south carolina to see what's going to become of this so and here so we are and then fast forward <laughs> all the way i mean to bolt farm treehouses so tori can you talk about how how bolt farm treehouse came about the first one, how did that get built? And, and I mean, I, I'd love to just hear your perspective on that. And then we can, we can roll into how you guys have used PR publicity and stuff like that to build a business. Yeah. It's so cool to see how it has evolved because when we met, like he, you and your dad were just like building it. Right. It was like the very early stages of that dream. And then um, I was still working at a news station and when we were engaged, I just, I'm really passionate about PR and social media. So I'd be using my free time or like any breaks at work to be like making social media posts for the treehouse just cause I wanted to help. But you know, it started with like a hundred followers at that time. And I just kept doing that more and more. And we had a lot of fun with that. So really it started as me just wanting to help with his dream of like making this treehouse popular. And then when like literally on our honeymoon, which happened in the treehouse, uh, we got married there and had our honeymoon there. Um, and then we went on to Mexico and just did some dreaming about our future and everything kept pointing to more tree houses. We're like, this seems like a great thing we can do together. Someday, eventually with kids, they can learn about service. They can be outside um, in nature. And so we're like, you know what? Let, that's when we kind of birthed the dream to just build more and like scale this and bring this, you know, to different places around the country. Um, 
so yeah, year two of being married, we bought raw land, moved into a camper on that property to, to just pour everything into it and build it. Um, and so, I mean, it, it definitely evolved from like fiance trying to help out his dream, you know, to like, yeah. this is my dream. It's like what I think about and, and breathe and dream every day. And it's just so cool to see how it's become what it is today. And what was that pivot like? I mean, that transition, because I think this, 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 I think a lot of people can take away. I mean, you were very much on the track to like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to be on TV. You already were, you're in a top 10 market in the U S like you're building, building, building. And then it's total pivot to like, okay, I want to run a business. I've never really thought about running a business. Like what was that pivot? Like, how did you pivot? Why did you pivot? And any, any takeaways for people who maybe are starting to get that inkling of like, Hmm, maybe I should pivot off this, this path that I might be five years down the road, 10 years down the road and, and go a different route. Yeah. It's, there's not like a totally clear answer. You do have to just be open-minded and willing to pivot. Cause like trust that small voice, you know, cause you know, and for me it was, um, it bolt farm treehouse and like being an entrepreneur aligned with my bigger vision goals. Not that that could be accomplished in news and TV or not, because it was about having purpose and hearing people's stories and telling people's stories and doing something with impact. And turns out like that can come in many forms and you know, in running our business, it checked all of those boxes and even like the PR stuff, um, just in a different way. You know, I used to do interviews on TV for the news and now sometimes I'll get to like interview our guests, if you will do a testimonial with them and like hear about their experience and it's so life-giving. So your, your goals will change, but then they also can come in a lot of mm. different forms. So just be mm. open and, and aware of that. So it's almost like and I think any can stay the same, but the mechanism might change. Boom. That, exactly. write that down. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> and what were you saying, Seth? Um, and, and like, I, I, it, one of the, my favorite places to be in when you're going to decide, okay, I'm going to dedicate a lot of energy, time, resources into something is does it check a lot of boxes? You know, um, is it great for my relationship and our family? Does it, does it do something for other people? You know, is there a feedback mechanism there for us? There was, so I think maybe one thing you can, you can say whether this is true or not, but she was doing the social media and she would see people post and be like, Oh my gosh, I just, I just finished staying here. It was unbelievable. Like, um, you know, me and my partner reconnected in a way that we haven't in years. And, you know, like I rediscovered my best friend you know, have, like playing a small part in people's lives where it can, they can experience this spirit lift, um, being inspired, having, you know, processing tough stuff too, just like having the bandwidth to do that. Our big thing is like, hey, you know, we saw a need, like the pace of, of life is so fast and so busy that, you know, as adults, we're dealing with big stuff on a daily basis. And like, you've got a little bit of time to process it and then it's on to the next thing. And that's not enough, really, when when some of these things take some time to just like sit in and process, reflect, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. So we knew that just by building and creating something, we were essentially creating a, a vehicle that people could experience that over and over. It's very similar to a book, you know, because it has the ability for everyone to, to kind of have their own experience through your creativity and what you've what you've put on paper what you've created, what you're publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that can um, improve people's lives and improve people's experience on earth, that is such a deep well of energy um, for getting up every day and thinking about, okay, how am I going to make sure that 
that I'm, you know, that, that it's getting out there and that it's getting into people's hands, that people are learning about yeah. it. That makes marketing and PR easy because you're not like, yeah. okay, how do I trick people into buying something? <laughs> like, that's not right. the point. The point yeah. is make something amazing and then really tell care. people about yeah. it in yeah. a really yeah. Yeah. thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, build a great product or write a great book and then believe in it so much that you feel like you have a moral obligation to tell everyone about it because it'll make their life better. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think it's the ultimate, uh, the literal definition of if you build it, they will not come. <laughs> you have to tell them about it. <laughs> and I mean, I always use that reference with books, because like with the treehouse, it's like, if you build it, it's in the woods. It's this solemn <laughs> retreat. No one will know unless you yeah. have a mouthpiece to tell the world about this experience. And so I, I want to get into some more uh, publicity stuff. But first, I just realized we kind of skipped past this. Uh, and this is for either of you. Um, what what is Bolt Farm Treehouse, uh, and and uh, like wh- why is this something that you believe in, and uh, and what's the experience like for people? Yeah, so um, Bolt Farm Treehouse is uh, an experiential getaway. Um, it 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 started as just a creative project um, that that me, my dad, and my mom built, um, and it was it was built with our honeymoon in mind like we, we started building it knowing like oh man it's going to be a great escape all the things i mentioned about what it can do for for the for the human spirit like that was that was the goal because um uh, you know playing music i was in cities you know basically my entire adult life and just the the noise of it and you're surrounded by concrete you're kind of in a way very much isolated from nature you know if you're in a metro area you know it's tough like nature can barely poke through and speak, maybe if there's some parks, but there's nothing like getting back out into nature. Hopefully most, a lot of you have with uh, the current state of the world, like rediscovered the great outdoors, mm-hmm. how amazing it can be um, for your spirit, how it can give you perspective, how that bandwidth can all of a sudden, you know, give you the opportunity to have all kind of ideas. Like all of that was was the, the inspiration for why to create some place in nature where mm-hmm. people can go and have this experience. And then with the, uh, um, we, got, we, we, we got engaged in the process while, we, while I was building. I'm like, you know what? This would be so amazing to, to really surprise her, um, knock her socks off, use all my creativity to like build and decorate the space um, so that when she shows up and sees it in person, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, you know, something precious and uh, something that I could pour my love and creativity. Well, into I love how you her. said it. You know, he's like, I want to build a treehouse worthy of my wedding day. Because when you hear treehouse, you might think of anything from a little fort in the backyard, you know, to <laughs> who knows what. Uh, and so that was like the, the bar for the level of luxury. And I don't know how well this will show up, but some pictures to give y'all mm-hmm. reference if you're like, what the heck? What is this? So that that's, these are some pictures of the treehouses. And I think what makes Bolt Farm Trios unique is kind of that blend of yeah. the, you know, luxury, but also surrounded by nature. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement
And so, and, and for anyone who wants, if you want to check, I mean, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable experience. Um, boltfarmtreehouse.com and also uh, boltfarmtreehouse on Instagram. If you want to see pictures uh, and check it out and all that good stuff, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I always tell my friends, I'm like, take your significant other there. Uh, and if you want enough brownie points for a solid year, because <laughs> it's an amazing experience. Uh, so let's talk about, I mean, the first tree house, it's, it's on the property that we grew up uh, in Walhalla, South Carolina. I mean, middle of nowhere, there's literally no reason people would come to Walhalla, South Carolina. Uh, uh, or not no reason. Other than it's beautiful. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful the, area, the, the but there's like not the like beauty, the map, all, right? all those things. Like, but like, there's not, it's not like no, a big got a city or anything. brand new TJ yeah. Maxx or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it, Clemson football is 20 minutes away. And then outside of that, it's nature, but it's a small town in the middle of nowhere. So when you think like, I think most people think, okay, I'm going to build this tree house. And then it's not like there's all these people that are coming to the city anyway. So, uh, but then it was sold out. And then it, I mean, just pretty consistently is sold out three to six months in advance every single day of the week, which is just unheard of and unbelievable. And I think that's why Buzzfeed put it as like the number one Airbnb in South Carolina. So how, like, how did you do that? Uh, and then how, like, how did PR and publicity kind of play into that to help, uh, to help, to help get, you know, like really max things out? Yeah. I think like Seth was saying with Need to Breathe, like building that foundation, we, you have to, we had to do that too with Pulp Farm Treehouse. You know, first it starts with just like, all right, are we getting great guest reviews? Are we really taking care of our customers? Okay, great. And then those are out there. Other people see it. We started hosting some like small bloggers, right? Or like, and like a small local news station in Wahala, you know, and just, and then, but then it like, nothing is too small. It's worth it because that's, that's how you get your start. And then it kind of like has a snowball effect and momentum, like momentum grows because now you have these more, you know, links or references online, Buzzfeed sees that and you just, you start small and you gain momentum and then other people start to see it and want to jump on board. And honestly, I can't even take credit for Buzzfeed because I didn't like send them an amazing pitch email or anything. They came knocking on our door our yeah. email door, which is like <laughs> just crazy because I think after they had seen a handful of these smaller things, they're like, wow, what is this? This is really intriguing. Mm -hmm. That's so great. And, and, and we, we, we call it the rungs of the ladder, right? It's like, you've got kind of your, your C level opportunities, your B level in your A and most people mm -hmm. want to go straight to the A. It's like, going to be on the today show. It's like, well, hold up. Let's go local. <laughs> Let's start local or, or regional or smaller publications, smaller podcasts, things like that. What, what would be, Tori, just knowing what you know, and especially with your experience on the TV side of things, what would be your tips for people who want to land that first local PR, that first local press, or even how did you guys do that for Bolt Farm Treehouse? And especially speak to the, the people who are listening or watching, and it might be, okay, cool, but I'm not in need to breathe. So like, how do I, like, how do I get my first win? <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be need to breathe. You just need to add value. You need to know your, your uh, audience and know how that you can add value to them. So if you're trying to get some of your first few things out there, yes, you will be the one sending the pitch emails, right? Or like calling up the editor or whatever. Um, and just be thinking like, how do I make this so undeniably a yes for them? So Seth's really good at this. He's like the master copywriter, but like, is your email hooky? Like, why, like, are you like, write the title of what, how you want your article to be in your email subject line, you know, kind of flip, flip the script and don't make it about you and why you're so great. Because 
even though it's like kind of tough, you have to just be like, all right, well, who cares? Or why do they care? Why should they care? How do I add value to them? You know, so really, I think just find, yeah, start small and find little um, like niches, I guess, on like specific topics and then just show how you add value to their audience and then boom, you'll be on there. Or maybe like you mentioned podcasting, you know, mm -hmm. you help someone out who's on um, who has a podcast and you guest and like offer all this value to them where they're like, yeah, I want this on my show. Like my listeners would love this. So yeah. um, just really think about how you can connect with the audience. Yeah, and I think it's a, a, a quality over quantity thing for sure. When you're getting started, like it doesn't matter if, if the, you know, the podcast has, you know, 200,000 listeners, like you just might need one with 10,000 who love the, the topic that you love mm -hmm. because you'll get like way it. more traction there than you will just think, you know, I need, I need like a, the biggest, the biggest sort of mm -hmm. microphone possible. And they might be like the importance of, in your case, they, that they would be likely to and willing and able to stay at the treehouse, right? Like that audience is way more valuable than just broad audience, huge publication of people who would never book a book a stay. So how do you figure that out? And what, what have you guys seen in terms of, I guess, maybe two part question, you talked about the different niches surrounding that, which I think is important. So like, say, we use the treehouse as an example, like, what would be three to five niches or verticals that you would, you would say, okay, we want, you know, we want to go in these individual niches and get publications and press or things like that. And then how do you figure out PR publicity that converts? <laughs> like, we're okay, I'm gonna get in front of an audience that that might actually book a stay. What does that look like? <clears throat> yeah, it gets, I think PR gets exponentially easier the more you understand who your audience is. So, and, and that can take time, but also just being social, putting it out there, watching your reaction, seeing who is responding um, will inform that early on. So mm -hmm. um, the first thing that we targeted heavily was the romantic getaway for couples. Very specific mm -hmm. as it related to the treehouse. Part of that was because we were limited, you know, it was a treehouse, it's got one, one basically king suite inside it so you know we weren't able to facilitate families or groups, friends trip, yeah, you know yeah. groups things like that, that that we've you know come to come to realize okay wow there's a big demand for that too let's see how we now we're, we're talking about how do we target those different groups um but that's what we've done you know and we for us it's like um honeymooners that's a big group and uh, uh couples with kids we say the uh, refer to them as the tired parent. That's our like internal they have kids and they're exhausted <laughs> and they need to get away and just spend time reconnect with one another because they probably haven't mm. had that in mm -hmm. years. Um, and then empty nesters because they real mm. you know they have so much life left to live. You know they're now totally free of the kids and they want to sort of like rediscover their love through the lens of adventure and doing things that they weren't able to do while they had you know uh, mm. kids in the nest. That's so that so makes great. it so much easier yeah. to pick like, okay, mm -hmm. who's this, who's the target audience of this blog or this yes. um, magazine, this publication and um, kind of reverse engineer that. Cause it may not be what you would think like, oh man, let's go on this. Um, I don't even Like a treehouse podcast. Like you don't have to, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but it's more like, exactly. okay, like how about like yeah. relationships or intentional travel or, totally. or rest or, you know, like just kind of branching out. Yeah, because the Treehouse podcast might be a bunch of people who want to learn about creating a treehouse and would never go stay at one. Or, you know, like, it, they, they might not be the target audience that would actually go there. Uh, I love this. I saw this in the chat uh, from Kimberly says, well, now I have several albums to buy and a vacation to plan. <laughs> that's great. So, hey, let's, let, let's talk about that for a second, because I think that's so important. And 
right behind me, you guys can see this is um, this was day one of this challenge. We talked about the four P's of a high converting offer: person, mm -hmm. pain, promise, and price. Um, so the avatar, so that's exactly what you guys were talking about. What's the pain that they have, the promise, and then the price. But I think what's important about this, and I was just talking about this with someone literally two days ago about their book. Uh, is, it's a kid's book. And they were trying to figure out, okay, how do, I, how do I find the people who would be interested in this? And I think this is really important. This is exactly what you guys just said, is the promise can be basically the same, but the person in pain can be different. And that's how you, that's how you, meet people where they're at and speak specifically to what they need, right? And then the, you come in and the promise is the same or very, very similar. So can you speak to that? Like you mentioned the avatars and, and for everyone who's listening or watching this, I, re I really want you to think about this. Like what are, we talked about the person, but maybe as we're relating this to PR, we're like what are the three to five specific avatars that you could target. Maybe it's not that many, maybe it's just two or something like that, but how do we get as specific as possible? And you guys mentioned, you mentioned um, the tired parent, the empty nester, is there one or the two? Newly weds. The newlyweds. The newlyweds. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then is there, is, so it's those three? Yeah, those, those are our, are our three biggest right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then tired now parent. we've got like our, our three that we are targeting for our, our next project which we I haven't see. announced yet or anything. I see. Okay. Um, so we've, we've got those, those tired parent, newlywed, uh, and the empty nester. And so that's the person. What's the, why those three avatars? And then as you see it, like what's the pain that they have? And then the promise that you guys are providing through the treehouse. <clears throat> yeah. So, so you, okay. you take it away. <laughs> take it. <laughs> um, we had a really unique situation. I mean, like most of you guys, we found ourselves mm -hmm. this year with like a, you know, uh, a whole new reality overnight where all of a sudden this this luxury getaway that is a, a nice to have is not a need to have. And um, at the same time, we were having to, uh, we got hit with Airbnb regulations and we were we had to switch over to doing monthly rentals, like literally at the same time that the world was kind of shutting down. And so we, we tried, like we were trying all our normal ways of communicating to our different people groups and we were just getting no bites. Yeah. Um, number one, really tough, you know, talking, you know, to be like, hey, Come even though you've never even conceived of this before, <laughs> what do you think about living in a treehouse for a month? You know, um, for, for the right person, it's great. But, but for the trick was like, okay, how do we find this right person? Who is this in our group? Mm -hmm. And we had to listen to, to, to paint, to, to, to paint and figure out like, you know, uh, what, what problem can we solve? Because, and so ultimately we realized like, oh man, just from watching, from listening, we're like the people who have been affected by this in a pretty like tragic way, um, in terms of life and like is the people who are getting married and want to go on a honeymoon. You know, they've been looking canceled. forward to this they their entire go. life. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like they have nowhere to go. They had planned to go to Italy or somewhere abroad Can't and fly. now have nowhere. And hey, guess what? They want to have a longer stay because it's their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. So we we reduced our price to where basically for the for the for a price of like a, a week or so at our place, they could stay for an entire month. So not only do they get, you know, a honeymoon in a cool place. They don't have to be cooped inside. Right. Um, they get to experience the great outdoors and they get some some time away from the world where they get to really think about their new life together, not just get like thrown right into it. Um, so we determined that that was the, the most value that we get, could add. Um, so our person was the honeymooner. Their pain was that they were stuck in this unfortunate situation where they didn't have a lot of options. 
um, our promise has always been that you'll you'll have you know a life uh, life changing <laughs> an unforgettable an unforgettable experience, experience. You know, meaningful yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we lowered the price. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's how we yeah. address those four P's. And that was successful mm -hmm. when nothing else really was. 100%. That's so great. And I think this is important. I see you got a lot of people in the chat saying maybe writers <laughs> for a writer's retreat or your next hey. avatar. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think it's, it's important is, is we, we talk about the, 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 the promise or person paying promise kind of three of those is who are the people that you can get the best results for and also who have the ability to pay you. And, and so I think that's where the overlap in those three ideal avatars and sure writers, that might be a great market as well, but, but the, the honeymooner, the empty nester, the tired parent, like they, you can get them great results, if you will, in the, in the form of an experience, but also they have the ability to pay. And I think right. when you look at honeymoon, when you look at what, like the, the ability and willingness and eagerness to pay is much higher. And so when you focus on that, you're going to get more paying customers. You're going to, and it goes back to the three ways to grow a business, right? Your average order's value is going to be high. Your repeat purchases and your lifetime value is going to be higher as well. And, and because you're focusing on, um, and so although some writers might use this as a writer's retreat, that might not be, I mean, I, like if I'm going for a writer's retreat, I may or may not be willing to pay top dollar to go to this amazing luxury experience. Uh, and so, all right, those, those folks will come, but they're not our primary avatar, I think in this case, um, which is super important. And so then you're, you're going avatar. So how would you go from, and this is for, for people who are kind of thinking through this for their book, how would you go from that to then, do you have any examples of using those three avatars to, okay, how would you use knowing that to find publicity specific to each uh, vertical? Mm -hmm. Um, Great question. And one way, you know, again, it's going to, it's looking at the audience because that's one thing that you can do now is you can actually, you know, before you reach out to a blog or, or any, anybody podcaster, you know, see what are they talking about and how, who is engaging with this, with this person. And I think it's really important to like, to get that part right. And not necessarily just, you know, yes, you're in a situation where you kind of have to say yes to anything, but you know, we found that every time we had, whether it was like a celebrity or influencer come and stay and talk about it, their people and their world are going to be who reaches out on the backside of that being like, Hey, I just saw this. I'd love to come stay there too. Mm -hmm. So you can really start stacking wins, but you want to make sure you, you're stacking them in the right direction. Um, the, and, and we didn't do that perfectly early on. I right. think there were some people who were like, they have, they have all these people. We got to come let them stay. But like and no we saw that, You know, just really didn't stack up or, they were like, they were like a high maintenance celebrity and everyone who follows them really high maintenance. And now we have all these high maintenance guests <laughs> come through the door and we're like, this is actually not what we want. We yeah. want people yeah. who love nature yeah. and who are pretty chill, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so great. That's so great. And I feel like we've seen the exact same thing. It's like people who come from the how Elrod world are just like our best customers. <laughs> they're amazing. They're super fun to work with. They're motivated. Uh, they're, they're driven. They use their miracle morning to get their writing done. <laughs> like, and so it, I think there is some importance of that, of, of find kind of your, use the same thing, but from an app, from a, a affiliate perspective or from a, uh, a, a, what do we call this? Um, like an ambassador or something like that is, is, is who will bring in the right customers. That's great. All right. We're in the home stretch here. A few, few more questions. 
If you guys are enjoying this, let me know in the chat. Click the like button and the heart button. Um, let's see. So I want to go, Tori, uh, what, what did working in television teach you about landing uh, PR and publicity? And then also about doing it well, because I think there's one thing to get it. And then there's another thing to, to, to actually perform well when you get the opportunity or to do it in a way that's going to actually bring eyeballs and bring people back um, to your business and into your world. Yeah, good question. I mean, I saw a lot just from being in the newsroom, um, like watching the pitch emails come in and then watching the interviews actually be executed and seeing like, you know, which ones actually came full circle. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I learned a lot from observing. I think one with an email, you really have to stand out because like these places are getting inundated. So find the right person. Like you really have to do your research and homework. That goes such a long way. Like if you're just emailing info at this, you know, publication, like good luck, never going to see it ever, you know, so you've got to like find the right person and then nudge them and like, have you found them and give them a little nudge on social media. And I'm not saying to like pester or harass these people, but you need to remind them that you're here and you need to get in front of their eyeballs. I think that is the biggest challenge. It truly is. One small little hack for that is the boomerang ex um, extension you can get for email. I think you told us about it, Chandler. Yeah, like did. the little read receipt <laughs> where you like know if they read your email or not. It just helps because you're like, okay, I got to get on this guy, these, these people's radar. Um, so standing out that way. Um, and like um, try to be as specific as possible so that they don't have to wonder, all right, if I say yes to this person, what is the interview going to look like? What's, what's the article going to even be about, you know, cause they're not going to have that much time to really think through that. So spell it all out for them, you know, here's my thing. And we'll talk about these three things and just really make like paint the whole picture for them. Use video. If you can use photos, if you can, um, you're selling yourself, you know? So I think jumping in front of their eyes is the hardest part. Once you get that yes, then you tee them up. Okay, do I have all the great things? Am I giving them the right media assets? Am I being interesting? Am I, you know, adding value to their readers? Um, what do they care about? How am I gonna tweak my offering to really align with them? Um, there were times when we took a page from Chandler Bolt's book, which is <laughs> play to your strengths yeah. and, and communicate in ways that other people aren't. So um, there were times where we would do a short video of our, of ourselves, just That's like, right. like this yeah. and say, Hey, you know, we're so excited. Here's what we got to offer. You know, here's how we can make it happen. Love to do it. Reach out, you know, just short and simple. So they, mm -hmm. they open their email and instead of seeing like three paragraphs, they see a video that's less than a minute and they're like, I'm kind of intrigued and they click the button and they consume it all. Um, cause yeah. you ultimately just breaking through that, yeah. that wall to, to get through. But I mean, it's gotta be condensed, avoid the, the temptation yeah. to, to oversell because they're just going to see a lot and be like, don't have time. Yeah. I'm like as much as possible. I try to not even write in complete sentences. <laughs> like here's some bullet points yeah. of value that we can provide and not yeah. much else. Seriously, that was yeah. one of our most successful social media campaigns was around last Thanksgiving. We did like this rollout with like seven different celebrities and influencers. We grew like 40,000 followers in like a week. Um, mm -hmm. And Seth, you know, you really led that about like sending the message of getting these people on board, just keeping it so short and sweet. Here's what, you know, here's the quickest thing that we need. Here's how we can add value to you. Are you in? And we mm. got a bunch of yeses. Yeah. And you, because you guys have grown, I mean, Bolt Farm Treehouse Instagram to like 180,000 followers or something like that. How has that yeah. grown so quickly? Any actionable takeaways from that, that that people could look at if they're looking to grow their social following? 
Yeah, I would say the two things would be one, like really treat it as a community, not just, oh, this is like an advertising place, like really be communal with it, be engaging, ask people questions, tell them, hey, tag some friends who need to read this or share this with someone who, you know, would love to see this. And then, um, and like just really being responsive, especially when you're getting it off the ground, like are you replying back to comments, your DMs, like really care and be good to the followers that you do have. Because then if you treat them well, they're going to tell their friends and family about it naturally. The second way that we've seen a lot of growth is with partnering with celebrities or influencers. So whether that, I, I'm trying to think about what that would look like for an author, but I mean, really just get creative and, and think who can I, who can help partner with me to share this message? Because then they quickly tell it to their people. I mean, that is the fastest way that I think we've, we've grown. Um, and that builds like lasting, lasting followers. Cause we've done things before, like big giveaways and that's fun. And it, it's a big splash, but then you see people kind of fall off after that. But when you align with the aligned influencers and people like that, um, you create this like relationship where their people suddenly care too. That's great. Uh, listen, and, and I just got a few, few more questions. We're in the home stretch here. You guys, I mean, it's like on the on the front of the Charleston Charleston Living Magazine, and what's this, this show? It's like Southern Charleston Charm or something. Yeah, Charleston yeah. Home and Design, Southern Charm. Like, what are the three to five like biggest PR pieces you guys have gotten in the little in the last little bit, and how did that happen, or how did those come about? And any oh, any takeaways for people who are looking for maybe they've gotten those B and C rungs of the ladder, and they're looking to go for the for the big ones? Like any any takeaways there or examples? Yeah, I mean, the first one that comes to mind for us recently was Good Morning America. That was huge. It was like a dream. And they, um, the article was about safe places to travel during COVID. Like how, you know, so wonderful, like how everything kind of aligned where we're like, hey, we've been sharing our message. This is who we are. This is, you know, we're it's a safe place. You can quarantine um, in nature. Yeah. And then Good Morning America saw that it was timely. It was like, I hate to say the buzzwords, but it was what people were talking about. And and that article was huge. Mm -hmm. One that meant the most to me was Architectural Digest, mm -hmm. saying that this is our, you know, our dream treehouse. Um, I don't know necessarily if that converted sales or you know boosted our following, but um, that definitely gave us a, a lot of social proof and validation from you know, uh, I mean, because ultimately we're talking like we build things, you know, real estate treehouses, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so it meant a ton to me because my dad is uh, an incredible builder and like the treehouse wouldn't be here. There would be no Bolt Farm treehouse without him, his mind, his creativity. Um, and I know that as a builder, it just, it means a lot. And he's built a ton of stuff. Um, but, but, you know, being from a small town, there's no, there's no direct link to like architectural digest. So this was just, was just something that came about from that. Um, obviously, you know, seeing that Architectural Digest logo on our website, you know, tells people like, hey, I'm not gonna like, this treehouse is not gonna collapse on me. Like, it's yes. clearly respected, yes. it's built well. Yeah. That's really important when, yeah. you're, mm -hmm. when you're basically asking for mm -hmm. trust in addition to, you know, a high nightly rent for yeah. some experience that no one has any, any prior experience with. So they're not really sure what Absolutely. they're getting. Absolutely. And uh, shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Larry Bolt. Yeah. AKA yeah. dad. Uh, and <laughs> guys, takeaway here that's important, I think, is why are you doing this? And, and we talked about the keys for success in this challenge, one of which is understanding why you're in this challenge. But with PR, it's understanding why you're getting the PR and publicity. And so that's a great example, right? The why for our architecture digest is for more for legitimacy 
not for getting people to come stay. But then for the others, it's okay, it's to get guests to book nights. And so it, 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 all PR publicity is not made uh, the same and nor should it be, right? Like for me, it's like with my TEDx talk, it was, okay, the TEDx talk is gonna be, it's gonna make self-publishing school more legit and, and we'll, we'll get it to rank for the term how to write a book on YouTube. Like that was very specifically the goal. Um, but then the other stuff, it might be totally different. So I think that's great. Did you guys see a bunch of people coming from, uh, what was it, Southern Charm? So many. Nice yeah. Show. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And how did that come about? Yeah. Uh, that came Sorry. about, yeah. I, I had like DM'd some of the girls uh, on the show because they yeah. live in Charleston. I was yeah. like, hey, like, come out and stay. We'd love to host you. And and then Catherine was like, oh, thanks. And, and then she wrote back, she's like, could we maybe film here? We, you know, and I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" Like yes. just starting the conversation and uh, adding value to her. She like got her thinking. Oh my gosh, we could utilize this. Next thing I know, we were still mid construction. We weren't even done yet. We're like, "Ooh, can we do this in like two months?" They're like, "No, it's now or never." So we're like, "All right, <laughs> let's freaking do it." <laughs> we pulled it together, but yeah. it was great. And I think we had we um, got a lot of new customers, a lot of new eyeballs because of that. Yeah. And, and so a big takeaway, add value first, Re mm -hmm. reach yeah. out and add value with no strings attached. And a lot of times that will, will lead to uh, big opportunities. So yeah, one little add on there. Yeah. So add value when uh, this year, when we found ourselves in this crisis mode where, you know, we were having cancellations, trying to sell monthly, monthly stays um, unsuccessfully. Um, we had, we had inventory, we had, we had, um, tree houses that were open, that were going unused. And we knew that there were people like, you know, desperately trying to find a place for their honeymoon. And so what we did first was like, all right, we got to create awareness. So we're like, let's, let's um, partner with, with some of our friends who have like a much bigger reach than we do. And let's, let's give one away. Let's let people nominate someone mm -hmm. else who they know is deserving of, of like a great getaway for, for their wedding and honeymoon. And, and, and the reaction was, was off the charts because everyone knew someone who's, who had a, you know, whose wedding and honeymoon was getting, you know, upended by all this. So that created a ton of engagement and awareness. And I think if we hadn't have done that and hadn't just said like, Hey, let's just, let's give it away. Like if we can't sell it, let's give it away. Ultimately we want people to come and receive the value that we intended from it. You know, the money's just a, a byproduct of delivering value. Um, so that's how we did it and, and that awareness. So don't be afraid to, to, to share what you have, uh, to find ways to like find who, who needs it most and to give it to them and to, to sort of make it, bring other people in because it's, you know, it's not about you. It's not about the fact that you're giving something away, but it, it's really about connecting and a lot of people um, around an idea and like uh, everybody wins. Those are my favorite giveaways where people, we did, we did one giveaway uh, retreat for, for um, first responders because these people are working around the clock for weeks on end mm -hmm. and have to recharge. So um, we did something like that. And that was great because, you know, whether, you know, obviously there are thousands of people who are entered into those things and everyone wins because they get, you know, like they nominate somebody and that person gets to see, oh my gosh, I'm seen by my friends and the people around me they they recognize what I'm doing. I feel great whether I win this thing or not. I feel like a winner just because all these people have shown me love and appreciation. Do good, <laughs> do good, and your business grows at the same time. Talk about a win-win. 
So last, last uh, question or so here, what are you guys excited about on the horizon? I mean, I know there's so many other like PR and publicity stuff that we can't even talk about yet. Cause it's not, uh, cause it's not public. And so there's, <laughs> there's so much more of this guys that's working than, that we can't even, we can't even mention um, that, that you'll just have to stay tuned uh, places where things happen. <laughs> I can't be any more specific than that. <laughs> uh, but uh, what are you guys excited about from a Bolt Farm Treehouse uh, perspective coming up? Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, this is a journey. And so I think uh, my ask to everyone watching is just if, uh, if this seems interesting, um, follow us on socials. Um, we're about to, about to start showing people what we've been working on because um, we've been working on it for a long time now and um, we like to you know get all the ducks in a row and and kind of I told well, her we can't share details but we have said that we're working on our next location so yeah. that's what we're working on just to remove the ambiguity we're building a mall we build nature treats that's what we do and we you know each one of them is different it's in you know we we build them in the most beautiful places on earth um and so we found that place we've been um doing all the due diligence not the fun part not fun but important pretty soon we'll we'll be able to actually start sharing visuals um, where it is what we're building who can enjoy it and we're really open up the net to a lot more people than just the the couples and romantic getaway we Mm -hmm. want to provide something that um, you can enjoy whether you want to go with a group of friends or your family or um, even with your pets things like that that's great. And guys, where can, uh, where can people go to find out more about you, um, Bolt Farm Treehouse, get on the wait list yeah. um, for future opportunities to stay there, things like that? Yeah, thanks. So the website's boltfarmtreehouse.com. And then um, we're most active on Instagram. That, that'd be the place I'd say come follow for updates and all that. And that's just at Bolt Farm Treehouse. Mm-hmm. Facebook too. Facebook. Hit me up on the MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then, and then you, your guys' in individual Instagram handles. Yeah, uh, Tori Bolt and Doctor Seth Bolt. Most people don't know that he's a doctor. I'm not. A doctor. <laughs> awesome, well, guys. Thank you. <laughs> that's like Chandler Bolt. It's there's some some other guy that's taken all everything. The email addresses. The, I'm like, dude, just give it up. <laughs> You're getting a lot of emails that are not intended for you. Just just hand it over. <laughs> all right, uh, hey guys, thank you so much. Um, check it out, guys. Uh, new Need to Breathe album just released a couple weeks ago. Um, check it out, stream it, grab the album. Uh, Bolt Farm Treehouses, they're pretty much always booked up <laughs> and sold out far in advance. But if you want to get on the wait list, you can check out boltfarmtreehouse.com. Uh, follow them on Instagram. Uh, this has been amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks, so Taylor. good talking. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, go ahead and uh, post in the chat your takeaways if you guys uh, enjoyed this. I see Allison says, love your energy. Uh, click the like button, click the heart button. If you guys enjoyed this time uh, with Seth and with Tori, um, this was amazing. Let's see here. I'm going to switch up. Whoops. Sorry about that, guys. Let's pin my video. All right. I'm going to, a couple final announcements um, as we wrap up here. I see Sarita says, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Tori and Seth. Uh, Delenn says, amazing. I saw someone says, what an awesome bonus session 
Uh, Carrie says, what an amazing family. Thank you for sharing. Awesome. Thank you for that, Carrie. Guys, um, this has been day number four, bonus session. I hope that you enjoyed this. A lot of great, uh, lot of great takeaways on the publicity front, on the PR front. If you're from a book perspective, from a music perspective, from a business perspective, like really across the board, um, I, I hope that you left with some meaningful takeaways here. I've got some a homework assignment here in just one minute. Uh, and then make sure if you haven't already, put the times of the next sessions in the calendar. So tomorrow, again, is the only session time that's different. Um, so 2 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, put that in your calendar. We're going to go implementation mode on what you've just learned here today. So we've got the amazing Sloan, one of our coaches at Self-Publishing School, uh, coming in, teaching the process for getting PR and publicity. Um, so this is a process that we teach, a process that she'll be teaching at uh, Author Advantage Live as well. Uh, and she's going to come in tomorrow and teach that. Then we've got some great sessions on Tuesday and Wednesday as well. Okay, so 9 a.m. Pacific, both days. Go ahead and put those uh, in your calendar. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We're going to keep the momentum rolling uh, on those days. So I'm going I'm to go ahead and give you a homework assignment. It's going to be very simple. And I'd love to hear uh, your, your, your takeaways here. So what I want you to do, very similar to, uh, to yesterday, is I want you to comment or post in the main group, not in this thread, uh, post in the main group, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from today's session? And what's one way that you're going to implement this with your book or in your business? Okay. And then uh, just like we've do, been doing with the, with the ones previously, um, post them with, this, with the hashtag homework four. Okay. Homework uh, four, the number four stands for uh, day four. Uh, so post that in the thread, uh, or sorry, not in the thread, in the main group, um, what was your biggest takeaway from today? And what's one way that you're going to implement this um, with, with your book or, or with your business? Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, I, if you haven't already, grab the recordings for this session. I see we've got Sheree or Nilsson from Utah. Just grab the recordings. Literally, the notification just came through. Um, if you haven't already, Author Advantage Live, it's happening September 24th to the 26th. You can grab the recordings of all the sessions here, uh, as well as uh, you can... Um, get either a general admission or a VIP ticket to Author Advantage Live. Um, the prices go up tomorrow, so don't miss that. Um, all the profits go to charity. Um, so you can do good and also uh, get a ticket for Author Advantage Live, which can be amazing. So uh, you can find that at self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge recordings. Uh, go ahead and click that link. Grab a ticket. Uh, if, uh, if, if you've got a ticket for Author Advantage Live, comment in the chat. I've got my ticket. Um, but grab the recordings of all these sessions as well as uh, general admission ticket or VIP ticket for Author Advantage Live. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we want to see you there. Uh, it's a virtual experience. I think we just passed 1,000 people sign up for Author Advantage Live 2020 virtual experience. Unbelievable. That was like our stretch goal <laughs> uh, and, and our, our kind of our dream, and, and we're rolling right on past it. So it's going to be an amazing experience, a three-day experience. We're coming up on a deadline for something that we may or may not be doing to surprise everyone who has a ticket. It, 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 it's uh, physical in nature. So it involves a deadline for us to actually to be able to do that for everyone that has a ticket. I think that deadline is tomorrow or Tuesday. So if you're going to grab a ticket and you want the surprise bonus that I can't even tell you about um, <laughs> may or may not come to your doorstep, then grab a ticket today <laughs> uh, and, and get the recordings as well while you do it. So that's uh, self-publishingschool.com. Uh, forward slash challenge recordings. I see Candy says, excited about Author Advantage Live. Kimberly's got her ticket. So does Ruth, De Deidre, Ellie, 
Awesome, Judy, Violet, Julie, Marsha, Karen, Idris, Leslie. Awesome. Can't wait to see you guys there. Hope you enjoyed this bonus session. We'll see you back here. Uh, uh, same place, different time tomorrow, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled time on Tuesday and Wednesday. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you can be listening to, YouTube channels that you can be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.